This is a Berean Family Devotional. For more information about Berean Baptist Church, visit bereanfamily.com. Dearly Father, God, I just lift, uh, uh, just thank you, God, first of all, for the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Uh, this is a difficult time, but and there's also wins available. There's um, there's happiness that we can have. There's joy that can fill our hearts. There's peace that can uh, surpass all understanding. There's comfort. All these good things come from you, and we thank you for that, God. God, I, I lift up the Wise family as Randy's looking at uh, open heart surgery tomorrow or perhaps in the next couple of days, God. Uh, I pray a couple things. One, I pray for incredible amount of peace uh, for him and Corey and their kiddo, and uh, that you will just give them an incredible peace right now. And I also pray for the physicians that are going to be working on Randy, that this surgery is successful in every way possible from start to finish, God, and that it, it, it takes care of those things that which it needs to take care of, and you'll bless him with good health health afterwards. And God, I lift uh, Ernesto Alanez up to you, Pastor Ernesto, as he's dealing with the, the effects of the coronavirus. And I know at home, his wife Angie and then their kids as well um, are likely and have been put in harm's way just by proximity to Ernesto and his positive uh, test results. So I just pray that you'll protect Angie and the kids. I know that would be Ernesto's first prayer request, um, but that also you would heal him from this disease, God. And as on, we're on that note, God, I pray again for your intervention, not just in America, but in the world um, with this. I know the experts this, this week are saying that this is going to be an awful week for America. Uh, God, you're bigger than the coronavirus, and we pray against that. We pray that you will you will flatten the curve beyond anybody's comprehension, God, and that all will re- know that it is from you and you alone. God, bless this time of uh, devotion we have, the reading of your word and the discussion of it, God. Help us to all take a step closer to you as a result. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, guys, again, we are in Matthew chapter 22. If you're, already, if you're just joining us, we kind of set it up a little bit. Um, so you can go back and listen to it again if you'd like when we're done here. But I'm going to, are you going to read it? No. You're not going to read it? Elijah's tapped out already. <laughs> he just wanted you to point the camera at me. Oh, you want me to point the camera? Okay. So everybody say hi to Elijah over here. He's trying to stay <laughs> off camera. <laughs> what? Do you have any message for the folks at Berean today, Elijah? No. Huh? Nothing? No. So I just want to see how red he can get and how long I can stay on there. Um, you know, if you can't torture your teenagers a little bit, I don't know what good this Facebook thing is. I mean, uh, we should be able to have a little bit of fun here, right? Uh, locked up in the house and uh, all, all the rest. So he may be a little bit angry with me, but I think he'll get over it. I don't even know what I said, though. <laughs> I didn't know what she said. <laughs> all righty. All righty. I think everybody should be able to go on Facebook Live and harass their family. It just seems like it, it should be something I we got could all do. Yesterday. Yeah, Kelly got harassed yesterday. I had flour in my hair and everything. <laughs> well, you know, it's helped. Why do I only get amens on this thing is when I'm making fun of my family. <laughs> what are we looking at here, guys? So who's reading today? I'm reading today. All right. I got voted uh, by the family. So Matthew 22, starting in verse 15. Again, this is Holy Tuesday. Uh, we're commemorating uh, that Holy Week some 2,000 years ago with the corresponding days. So uh, verse 15, Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion. 
for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then, what do you think? What you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to him, Whose likeness is the inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. So here they are trying to uh, trick Jesus into saying something that would be uh, that would put him in harm's way, that that would put him in opposition to the law, which he's just simply not going to do. But one of the things I find uh, remarkable about this is the two unique, or I'm sorry, the um, un, uh, the the two groups that join together to try to uh, entangle Jesus in this are unlike unlikely friends to say the least. You have the Pharisees go and they 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 uh, lock arms, link arms with the Herodians. Now these would not be groups that would um, appreciate each other. Herodians, by the way, isn't a religious group. It's a political one. The Pharisees wanted Rome out of Israel in a desperate way. But here they are going to the Herodians, who are probably made up mostly of the Sadducees. Uh, again, not uh, not two groups that would like to play well together. And they work, decide to work together to trap Jesus. So the Herodians then go and ask Jesus basically a political question, making it, uh, uh, making it, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm talking and reading comments at the same time. It's a very difficult discipline to try to master and I have yet to achieve that. So, um, but again, you have the Herodians and the, the uh, Pharisees work together to try to trap Jesus and Jesus being the son of God sees right through their little farce and, and calls them on it and gives them the answer that they didn't want. You see, again, the children of Israel at this time are still hoping that Jesus is going to come in and and and, and he's going to be the Messiah then and there and be a, a more of a political Messiah than a, a spiritual one. So again, they're hoping that he's going to come in, be the new king of Israel, boot the uh, the Romans, and usher usher in. Uh, yeah, so... Um, that's what they're hoping for, and that's not what they get. And so when Jesus gives them the answer, uh, it floors them. And they've got nothing else to say at that moment. Of course, they, they regroup and come back together and uh, bring more charges and continue to do so. Um, also on this day, uh, uh, Tuesday, the Holy Tuesday, is likely when Jesus giving the what we call the Great Commandment occurred. So uh, that's the, that text starts in 34, and I'll read just a couple of these verses here. It says, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Again, Jesus gives them answers that they can't refute, but it's interesting because they said, which is the greatest commandment? And Jesus answers with two of them. Um, the, the first one was probably the well daw to those guys. The second one may have been a little bit more, um, maybe surprising in some ways, but this is, these are the two commandments that hang, the rest of the commandments in the law hang on. Love God and love others. As simple as that. 
So this is the Tuesday that we are uh, celebrating today. These are the things that occurred on that day some 2,000 years ago. And I think it's important for us to uh, to be able to, um, oh, sorry, to, to, to think about these things on the day that they occurred, the corresponding day they occurred. Why? Because it's easy for us to get into the mindset of this is something that happened 2,000 years ago. Um, and we forget the humanity of the whole thing, both the deity and the humanity, the deity of Christ, that he is actually God incarnate, but the humanity of those who were there, um, all of their wants, hopes, and desires, and all of those things uh, that they were, they were bringing with them into Jerusalem, that Passover, they were, they were sick and tired of being unjustly taxed. And, you know, as an American, I can kind of sympathize with that, right? Uh, we wouldn't like it at all if somebody came in and conquered us and started charging us taxes. Listen, our, our, we would be up in arms, literally, and probably rightfully so. However, in Jerusalem, it's a little bit different. And there, so, But you understand that the, the, the human side of the people who are coming to Passover, um, you know, we, we look at them and we villainize them, but they, they had legitimate concerns and they had legitimate struggles. Um, with with a, a government that overthrew theirs and was taxing them unjustly. So I'm not saying that because we should give them a break because clearly Jesus points out that they should have known who the Messiah was. They were so far out of step. But again, I want us to be talking about this like Tuesday, what happened Tuesday 2,000 years ago, tomorrow, what happened Wednesday 2,000 years ago, partially to, to prepare our hearts for Easter and what's coming with the Resurrection Sunday, but also to remember that this actually all happened. This is part of history made up of real people with all the same emotions and feelings that we have, with all the same desires and all those other kind of things. So um, as we're going through that, remember that this is an actual history book, that this actually are things that have occurred. And try to place yourself in the story. Uh, I think it'll, it'll, it'll mean more to you and it'll, it'll, it'll uh, reach you at a deeper level when you're able to do that. So that's all I've got for you this evening. Tomorrow again, Wednesday, uh, we will be back again at 7 o'clock. Just as a reminder, Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, starts our 24 hours of fasting and prayer. Uh, and we're going to have several times uh, opportunities to come to Facebook Live during that 24 hours um, and YouTube, I believe. Uh, but but with, with guided, directed prayer during those times where we're going to be praying about a couple things. One, making sure our hearts are, are in the right spot, you know, asking God, you know, bring revival in our own hearts. Show us where we're sinning. Show us where we're, you know, those besetting sins that kind of have a grip on us. God, help us break that grip right now. Uh, we'll be praying for that. We will be praying for our country, our nation's leaders, um, and we're going to be praying for the world right now, uh, that not just the protection from this COVID-19, but protection from a far greater disease, and that is sin, with the only possible cure as being the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. So praying for God to use this time to uh, usher in um, a, a an outpouring of his spirit like we haven't seen in our lifetime. So that's what we're going to be praying for uh, this weekend. Again, you can put your... Uh, 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 I agree, Linda. Sorry, I'm going to get sidetracked because this is funny. Linda's comment after I put Elijah on the um, screen says his hair is quite entertaining. Yes, it is. Or wait, are you talking about me or Elijah? You know what? Let's just go with Elijah so I can live in, in uh, ignorance. Yeah, no, whatever. Yep, with the Holy Spirit in us, we can live and love as we should. And that's what we're going to be looking for. So we, uh, good point, Linda. Um, 
But guys, yeah, so keep putting your prayer requests on there. Remember, just because we stop going live doesn't mean that these comments can't be read. And I know people do come back to them. And uh, there will be people far into this evening who are watching this. And we'll check out the comments and be praying for you as well. Again, be, be in prayer for the Wise family. Uh, as Randy is looking at open heart surgery possibly tomorrow or within the next couple of days. And be in prayer for my friend, Pastor Ernesto, who has got the positive diagnosis for COVID-19. Uh, protection for his family as well. So God bless you guys. Can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Take care.